Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Screw your lungs. What good have they ever done you? It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Before we get to your lungs, Joe Biden, the president of the United States, mentioned in the CNN town hall on Friday, he said at Fox, they mandate vaccines. Huh? Isn't that interesting that their hosts say don't get the vaccine, but they mandate the vaccine? To which Fox responded, no, we don't. We don't man- we don't mandate that, but go ahead and say Fact things that just check. Yeah, go ahead and say things that just aren't true if you like, and CNN go along with it. And then a Fox host over the weekend came out and said, Yeah, no, they don't mandate. In fact, I didn't get the vaccine, and here's why. She's a 30-something host, and she said, I'm healthy and I'm not gonna get the vaccine. So there's a bunch of pushback from the other networks coming out saying, can you believe this Fox host doing the most evil thing you could possibly do by not getting the vaccine and subjecting all of us to her diseases? Well, Tucker Carlson was playing that and then showing all the times. And it was amazing how many times this has happened in recent memory where Joe Biden, like he'll finish a speech, cough, (coughs) cough for a long time. His old man wet. It sounds like he's dying, cough into his hand and immediately walk over and start shaking hands with people. And he's done that numerous times. So gross. Yes. It's weird. Watch me. And then uh, they had him giving a speech one time where he starts to cough. So he's got his mask on giving his speech, pulls down his mask to cough into his hand, then puts his mask back up. He's like, because he's old, he's not on board at all with the whole cough into your elbow thing. He just coughs right into his hand, old school, and then starts shaking people's hands. (laughs) Oh, man. So meanwhile, while he's, you know, wears a mask outdoors to signal to the right people, his reality 
of being able to transmit the virus is, is, is worse than anybody I know. God, he's spreading his mucus around like it's well, money. Right. Who among us, the rest of us, whether we get vaccinated or believe in masks or not, would cough into our hands and then shake hands with somebody? Right. So he's he's doing the the old trick where, you know, you you want to tip somebody subtly and you give him a handshake and there's a few dollars in there. Except with Joe Biden, it's his mucus. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little something for the effort, son. Oh, 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 oh well, man. he might and he That's might have the not. original he might have the original 1918 flu he's given you. <laughs> I get it because he's so old. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, speaking of lung secretions, uh, we mentioned this <laughs> briefly. Excuse me. A little cough there. I don't think I have the vid, but coronavirus. Uh, I, you know, I think I just have a cold. Remember colds? They're back. Uh, Americans purchased more cigarettes last year. The first uptick in two decades. It had been falling steadily, according to the FTC. It rose slightly, 0.4%. Uh, Altria Group, maker of Marlboro cigarettes, an American classic. Previously That's kind of funny. The pandemic is the reason. Funny that that story is out on the day that I talk about how I smoked cigarettes for the first time in, geez, I don't know, decade and a half, a while back. Chief executive and cancer merchant Billy Gifford said Americans spent less money on travel, gas, and entertainment last year, and that fewer social engagements led to more, quote, tobacco use occasions. They spent more on marketing last year, too. But wait a second. Are they are they suggesting that because Disneyland was closed, I smoked more or? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, they spent tobacco companies spend seven point eight four billion dollars a year on advertising. Wow. That's what what was the number on how many cigarettes get smoked per year? Roughly. Uh, Let's see. It was up to two hundred and three point seven billion. Two hundred. And four billion cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And of a country of 340 million. And that's in America, million. yeah, yeah. And most people don't smoke. Right. So that's incredible. Yeah, I would do the math on how many packs that was. A hell of a lot is the answer. Uh, they also think, you remember that whole vaping scare where people were vaping like off-brand crap and getting that mysterious lung illness? Um, they think that may have put people off vaping and back on regular old cancer sticks. Oh, uh, that, well, that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense that there there might have been a, a, quite a few people that we know one. We work near one who who's got with the, gone with the whole vaping's healthier. So I've started vaping instead of cigarettes, and then went back to smoking. I could believe that. That makes sense. Yeah. That, Although if that you stick with mainstream it. products, the vaping is still a better idea. But uh, liquor sales, of course, also increased in 2020 as customers look to stock up at home and drink pricier spirits. Yeah, I so. saw that at the Red Robin uh, restaurant, they're doing takeout booze again. And I don't know if that's because of the COVID or if that's going to stick around. I know some places they're outlawing it. I think takeout booze, I don't drink anymore, but I think takeout booze is just a good free market idea. Sure. Yeah, why not? It's it's stupid that you can get as hammered as you want in there, but you're not allowed to like buy some to take home. I think you might have less drunk people stumbling out of there if you could take it home. Well, it's even stupider because you can stumble out of there down to the grocery store. Well, depending on what state you're in, but in California, the grocery store, the liquor store, the right. drug store, whatever, you can get booze freaking anywhere except the restaurant. <laughs> Just come on. Anyway, I don't know if we have time for this. Uh, it depends on, on your mood. But uh, 
Uh, This story, which is more or less as predicted, California's legal weed industry can't compete with the illicit market. Local government opposition, high taxes, and competition from unlicensed businesses are complicating the state's push to build a thriving legal market. The vast majority of pot sales are still underground in California. So if something starts and gains momentum as an underground thing, it's pretty hard to overtake it. Because like booze was legal in a super regulated state. Yeah. Yeah. It's like booze was legal to start with. So that was kind of different. You didn't have the framework in place to uh, make illegal booze easier and more prevalent. But man, the, the, the framework for pot has been around for a long time. Right. Anybody who right. wanted pot was getting pot forever. Yeah, and I actually I'm a little bit more sympathetic to this than some other government failures just because the state of California in legalizing pot had to satisfy a number of different constituencies including people who were pretty uncomfortable with the idea of legal pot and so they assured everybody that it would be super safe and regulated and and the strength tested and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, but uh, well, to imagine the point that the market didn't really work. But 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 taxes on cigarettes in California isn't like a two bucks or three bucks of the seven bucks taxes. It's an it's an enormous portion of it. I don't know how much, but a lot. If you could make an illegal cigarette that was every bit as good, but you don't have to pay the taxes, of course you'd sell a ton of them. Yeah, yeah. And that's basically so, what's going on with pot, right? California's cannabis market is booming nearly five years after voters legalized recreational weed, but there's a catch. The vast majority of pot sales still underground. I've convinced myself I'm going to start making illegal cigarettes. I live on 20 <laughs> acres. I'm going to turn it all to tobacco. I'll probably need some slaves to break even. And oh, I'm oh going boy. to harvest tobacco. I'm going to make illegal cigarettes. No taxes. I'll come out ahead. Yeah, yeah. So uh, local government opposition, high taxes, competition from unlicensed businesses, complicating California's push to build a thriving legal market. Many of those factors are baked into California law, no pun intended, including rules allowing city leaders to shut out licensed cannabis enterprises if they want. Wait a second. Meanwhile, the state has relaxed penalties against illegal operators. Wait a second. Did you just did you just give us a big report on pot and say that's baked in and then say no pun intended? I did. That's just. You having a good time, Joe? That doesn't. (laughs) There's there's no law against that, unlike illegal pot. Infighting between industry groups and lobbying dysfunction in Sacramento have stalled potential legislative fixes with no clear end in sight. Gosh, that doesn't sound like California. The scale of those problems has California's iconic cannabis industry, the legal side at least, lagging behind other states that have regulated the market. Dysfunction. Dirty-footed hippies. There are roughly two licensed cannabis shops per 100,000 people in Cal Unicornia, two per 100,000. By comparison, Oregon, and I can vouch for this, has about 18 retail shops for every 100,000 residents. They got more pot shops than Starbucks and McDonald's combined in Stone Stoned, Oregon. It is something. Colorado, similar ratio. Even more dirty-footed hippies. Yeah, no kidding. Baking their brains out with the with the hippie lettuce. The ganja, Clean your feet. The tree. Hallucinogenic broccoli. I just made that one up, and it's not good. Cover your toes. <laughs> I don't mind if you get high. Quit showing me your dirty feet. Damned hippies. Jack, if you're going to smoke, you need to get yourself a pipe and, a, and be some sort of robe. 
I like the look. Well, Smoking jacket. Exactly. I guess that's it. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.